Hey everyone, I'm Jackie Harry. Welcome to The Sphere. Sit back and relax. With each podcast, I take you into real, everyday types of conversations that I have with regular people. I invite spirit in, into our sacred space, into our conversation, and you're going to get to see and enjoy and experience live, right alongside me, the types of insights, ahas, and discoveries that naturally happen when spirit is a part of the conversation. Joining me in the spirit today is the ever vibrant and ready to tackle anything Brandy Tyndall of Lethbridge, Alberta. So Brandy Tyndall, to give you a little bit of insight here, she is a woman who built her own business in the basement of her home to six figures in four years. She has this constant love for personal growth and creativity and developing business. And she's turned this into her own business of coaching and consulting for beauty business owners and salon owners to scale their businesses through what she has learned herself in business. Okay, so this conversation today, what I love here and I'm so excited about is that it opens up the conversation of spirituality within the context of business. Okay, we have a conversation about business, spirituality, intuition, and how this is such an integral part of how she does business. We talk about how the path is laid out for us and how our challenge is listening. (laughs) So, The thing that I'm really, ah, that just continues to warm my heart about this conversation is that in the midst of success and growth, Brandy has such a natural way of talking about spirituality, about awareness, intuition, psychic stuff, as if it's totally normal. And it just, you know, in the midst of it all, without saying it, without making it seem woo-woo or weird or off-center, she offers it up in such a way that it just makes it so easy to receive and that it becomes possible for others to go, wait a minute, Maybe that is real. Maybe it is tangible. Maybe it's something valuable, an aspect that I can embrace and integrate within my own business. Offering you all the possibilities of this conversation. Jump in with us. Get into the sphere with Brandy and I. I know you're just going to love this conversation. It's so funny that you say that about stories that people should hear so Mm. she's uh not I think that that's like I'm super lucky to have that because I Mm -hmm. I grew up with that and uh yeah I think that even though she couldn't I mean it came to a point where she she was able to articulate a lot of it too right Mm. as obviously as she got older but even when when I was just a child, she would share these stories. They, they were impactful, just very human. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, that's where I think kind of, I mean, I know that the, that's kind, that's kind of my special gift is to, it's my edge. Like it's what, yeah. um, especially in the business world. Yeah. 
being uh, having having that like I that was like such a gift for me, right? Yeah. And so now and now I share that in a different way. And um, I, I can't remember if it was your one of your podcasts. Um, I think you mentioned it or something else that I was listening to about how those people in the business world now, some of these, the, you know, the highest performing people, mm. the the billionaires, the millionaires, the, the whatevers are really, they're talking about um, transcendence and their spiritual journeys and how they're taking care of their spiritual self. Mm. And uh, yeah, I, I think it, and it's, it's interesting because it, it, it is such a key part. And uh, I think that, like, it's just interesting because my mom always refers to herself as, you know, not a business person. Yeah. And she doesn't have that intelligence in a, like, she, you know, always says, like, my, especially my sister and I, where we work in this very, like, you know, stereotypical business type environment. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think that what I know for me, what I'm learning is that to be a uh, powerful and uh, like stepping into your own power as, as a business person, it really is that mind, body, soul connection. It's, it's just, it, it really, it's a hundred percent that. So it's funny because she often says, says she's, you know, not that, but you know, I think she is more than she thinks she is. And, <laughs> Uh, be, and it, you know, maybe it's this new age thought, but it really, but it isn't, I, I know it isn't, yeah. it's just becoming more, uh, more yeah. in, in focus around. right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's curious to me because this morning I read, um, no, I was listening to a podcast this morning, mm-hmm. of collective evolution and, um, mm. they were talking about, um, just, you know, like within everything that is spiritual, um, that there, there are layers within it. And often what is presented at the, the surface level, the everyday level of awareness for people is, um, kind of almost made into a joke. A lot of, a lot of spiritual, you know, you see the extreme of of something and it doesn't really represent what it truly is, what the what the truth is sitting underneath that. Whether mm-hmm. we're talking astrology or whether we're talking um channeling or readings or uh psychic or um remote viewing. Like I don't like regardless of what we're talking about, it's often really um polarized the viewpoint mm-hmm. at the at at the everyday level of um, mass media or mass culture. And it ends up being painted in this light that um, most people can't accept, that they take it as a joke. But what he was talking about and the conversation they got into was how once you get in underneath, there's a thread that runs strong around Mm -hmm. spirituality and intuition that stems back, you know, um, the, I I mean, it stems all the way back through history is the ultimate truth of it. But some of the points that have stood out for me over the years have been around Einstein. Like you get into his stuff. What they Mm -hmm. talk about as being science-based is absolutely 
all intuition, transcendence, spirituality. And he talks about, there's actually a whole series of really amazing quotes by Einstein about the link between intuition and the theories that he was bringing forward, that he was presenting to the world that ultimately painted him as this genius that everybody is now striving to be not like totally leaving out the key element that it was through his own soul and his own spirituality and his own intuition mm-hmm. that these mm-hmm. ideas channeled through him and out into life, right? Mm-hmm. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So just, you know, and then they went on to discuss how um, the big businesses in the world, what we don't know and don't see it at the um consumerism level is that big businesses pay a lot of money to launch to have you know wisdom keepers and intuitives come forward and align their activities with within their business with astrological events i mean i've said for um I've been telling people for a while, <laughs> the ultimate, you know, I used to think astrology was all just like hocus pocus, mumbo jumbo. <laughs> yeah. And I realized, um, oh, God, when I trained as a priestess a couple of years ago, um, it was beyond jaw dropping how the celestial events. Hmm would align with what was going on in my life. And, you know, the doubting doubting part of self goes, oh, yeah, but they talked about that up front, right? Like this is, the, this is the, the dialogue that goes along in the back of the mind, right, that you don't really, you're not really super conscious of, but it's there, right, in yeah. the back of the mind. And as we went along, there came a period of a couple of months where I really struggled to stay in presence with what was being shared, and I missed some calls there was a re- it was a really deep um period of growth in my life and when i when i came out of that and went back to the calls to the day every single one aligned with exactly the message and what had taken place in life and in that moment i was like wow wow right like we literally have a map for life painted over our heads We literally have a map for life and our intuition and guidance built in, hardwired within the body. And we don't even fucking know it. (laughs) We're all on our knees praying or asking for guidance and hoping that our message will get out to somebody. And it's in us and around us in everything, every single moment, every second. Yeah, I think that, so I wish I could remember it and I I didn't write it down and I'm probably not going to do it justice, but fascinating. This morning, um, there's all these themes that are coming up for me, uh, was I was, I just joined the Clubhouse app, the Elusive Clubhouse. Yeah. And I am absolutely blown away right now uh, by the the people that are showing up on this app and the value that they're they're sharing and the wisdom that they're sharing and what what's really cool is in this high performance 
room, as they call it, where everybody talks and, and shares their uh, secrets and people ask questions for of these high performers. Mm-hmm. And uh, the what was amazing was this morning for an hour while I was getting ready, Tyrese, the actor, uh, he was, I think he was in Fast and the Furious, like this guy's, um, mm-hmm. if you know who he is, and he's a, I, I guess he's quite the business guy, who knew? Uh, and anyway, he, his, the, the wisdom that was coming out of his mouth was incredible, but he basically said exactly, you know, that, like, um, the universe, you know, he used the term God, but whatever, whatever works for you yeah. is presenting you with the choices, with the opportunity, with the opportunities. It's right there. And you have the choice of whether to listen to it or to walk away and do something different or what, or ignore it basically. And yeah, I mean, I personally am not, uh, like, but it's really fascinating for me. I'd love to get more into what you've experienced with the, with astrology and and that. Mm -hmm. Um, I have, I personally, like it's, I've dabbled in it a little bit, just very surface level, and yeah. haven't haven't quite gone there. I mean, obviously, when when Mercury's in retrograde, I feel it. Uh, <laughs> that's that's about as that's about as, as deep as I get there. Yeah. But I but I think that this idea of um, this of of knowing when, like, of uh, when you say that when you say that the path is laid out for us, when you say it's all there. Uh, I think that the 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 heart the challenge is is listening and figuring it out like uh-huh. listening to seeing seeing what it is and because it's we it's too you can't comprehend it you can't you can't see it you can't touch it you 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 don't I mean and that's that's it's designed that way yeah. and so we can't you have to uh, trust and. Um, and it's knowing, it's trying to decide, like, to figure out what is the right answer, what is the right turn. Like, so here's here's the opportunity. Here's here's what's being presented to me. I either, you know, what is the, how do I follow that path that's, you know, been designed for me uh, mm-hmm. that I'm not even aware of? How do I, so it's like answering that question, what, what, how do I do that? Like, so I think that most people really struggle with. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to pause here and just, there's something sitting here that I just really need to um, bring forward. And I, and I feel like when, when I watch um, and observe what you, what you're creating in the world and what you bring forward within your post and honestly, the whole thing that connected us into this conversation today and what I see going on in the world around me is like, I think what you bring up is the exact truth of it for everybody. It's it's true for everybody and it's true for me too, okay? Don't think that I'm separate from that. This, this mm-hmm. truth around how do we do that? Like, how do we tap into the wisdom that is so, like, the whole experience that we are in the midst of, from the conversations to the books to the quotes that pop up in our day to the song that's stuck in our head to, right, to the emotions, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, that are going through our body, to the people that suddenly show up in our life, right? Like, 
like I just, it, it can almost be overwhelming and too much times because there's so much potential for mm-hmm. no one sitting there, right? Mm-hmm. But I think the thing that really comes forward and that I've been watching weave a thread in my life literally over the last week is this idea around co-creating, um, co-creating. Now, when you, the reason this comes forward for me is when you bring up the Clubhouse app and watching all these people begin to step forward and to share, this mm-hmm. is where something is really legit, alive in my life for me. It keeps channeling through in the midst of conversations and here it is again. Mm-hmm. This idea of co-creating and where it had been presented to me um in, you know, I mean, it's not a new thing to read about co-creating with the universe, but what the hell does that mean, right? Like, mm-hmm. how do we actually take that concept, a great idea, but actually how do we tap into that and bring that alive within the experiences that we're choosing or within our business or, right, like that has never been grounded for me. That has never been brought into a tangible way regardless i mean it has a like i've never i have legit never seen a spiritual leader talk about that in a way that made fucking sense to me right and Mm -hmm. this week what i am witnessing and what i am absolutely loving i'm also in the midst of getting set up with the clubhouse excited about that and the potential and the idea that sits there what came through in the moment that you said that And what I watched happen in the moment when you and I connected and I reached out, no, you reached out to me and Mm -hmm. then I reconnected with like, want to come on a podcast? Let's do this, right? And Mm -hmm. in that moment, okay, is this co-creating with the universe is co-creating with each other. And so let me, let me explain how this is sitting with me and we'll just see where it takes us. Mm Mm-hmm. If I enter into, um, I'm facilitating a group right now of women, 12 women in this group. It's about bringing our biggest dream to life, okay? So how this came through yesterday was that I can only bring so much to a space. It doesn't matter how much wisdom, how much skill set I have. That if there are 12 women in the group, essentially there are 12 levels of expansion and and igniting and magnifying that potentially can happen within that space. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I bring a certain level of foundation to that, but then each woman who shows up and starts sharing from a place of realness or genuineness or truth, each woman who asks questions and, you know, when we start sharing something or asking questions or um, liking or commenting, expressing that we begin co-creating in the space Mm -hmm. and that as each woman shows up within that space the thing begins to just like there's this momentum you've ever been in a space right i'm sure you know what i mean you ever Mm -hmm. been in a coaching space where things just begin to ignite and magnify and there's this building of momentum and energy and wisdom and celebration and breakthrough that happens within that space that is co-creating with the universe it's co-creating with each other 
So when you talk about this Clubhouse app and the bringing forward and sharing of that, I'm like, yes. <laughs> I feel like we have been cultured yes. to be quiet, to be yes. afraid of connection, to be afraid of being, right? Because if we're vulnerable or if we ask a dumb question, we got made fun of or, oh, you're a girl, you're crying again, or, like, there's so many ways that that show up in life where we were taught not to speak our truth, taught not to feel an experience in our own experience. And because of that, the wisdom that is waiting to come through can't can't show up. It's like my experience is a doorway for you, and your experience is a doorway for me. And the moment I open that doorway, it gives spirit access to begin co-creating through you and I. So the conversation that's happening between you and I in this moment and in this space to begin flowing and for spirit to move in here and through my body, my experiences, and through yours and your experiences, that all of a sudden the answers you're seeking, the answers I'm seeking start to just like funnel forward. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. I think that that's what gets me so excited about kind of what I'm seeing so far mm. and and what it I think what it's what it's doing and is just that um, collective consciousness and lift like like exactly what you said I think that what I've noticed even in myself the last few days is this accelerated mm-hmm. uh, it's 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 accelerated um, connection I think what it is is okay to try to explain it here. You're, you know, when you talk about the the suppression, right? Uh, and what I'm seeing, there's what I'm seeing with this is right now anyway is these leaders are showing up, and by them showing up and showing us how to lead and how and and becoming mm-hmm. their authentic selves, it's mm-hmm. really the the empowerment. Like what I'm feeling is holy. Yes, all my my thoughts are valid. My feelings mm. are valid. Mm. Oh my, you know, it's that it, it's there's so much of that. And uh yeah. Bad, oh, right? To finally feel valid and not wrong in our experience for what we're feeling or going through. And just this uh what I'm seeing so much of is it's I'm I'm just fascinated. I mean the the things that I'm being a part of are a lot of business high like again like the high performers or in branding mm. marketing and that's mm. that's where I I love e-commerce stuff and what I'm really seeing is how people are I'm absolutely fascinated. They're honing in. Uh, that's what this app is really there for is to really expand on your personal brand as well. And, but, but see, the, that's the marketing term, but what it is and what I'm seeing is the, the value that's being provided is these people are, are, you know, it's live coaching really. I'm listening yeah. to so many people get live yeah. coached yeah. and that's incredible. Like, yeah. like it's like, it's like speed dating coaching is what I'm experiencing yeah. and seeing and listening to and mm-hmm. and so what it is is it's getting people to really freaking understand and getting hyper aware of their specific talents and the reason why they're here. 
Mm. And so I'm seeing this. And so not only, so it's going both ways. It's just this give and take piece, mm. um, which of course is, is what, what needs to happen for everything to be in flow. And, and that's why I think it, it's brilliant. Uh, but what I'm seeing is on both ends. So the person that's, that's giving that coaching is so in tune with their gifts and, mm-hmm. and not afraid to share it. And the people yeah. that, um, that's what's got me inspired as well is that those people that have those gifts, they are just giving it like just, just giving it right out. And then those people that are willing, you know, receiving as well, there's, there's just so much, there's so much value that they're getting, but yeah, that's where I'm, I'm where I'm at with that. All of that. But I think it's such an interesting time for this. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like it, the timing of it is, is just awesome. And what I love, I, I was saying with my team this morning, is I said, I don't know. I mean, there's so many things. Like, when we talk about this app, I just think it, it's so funny that this is this is where this conversation is going. <laughs> but But this app is... Because again, I'm in the business world, so everything I, I I look at a little bit differently, like how they're executing, how they're launching, what's happening right now. Mm. You know, they're they're in the quote beta phase, and they're um, that's why with this invite only and all these things. And but what I'm seeing too is that I think a lot of these these people, these billionaires and, and investors and angel investors and and influencers and celebrities and all these people that are hopping on here. What I'm, what I'm noticing is I don't know if it's a business decision or not by the creators of the app to, you know, find, to, to almost direct like top-down leadership. I don't know if this was done purposely, but what I'm seeing is a very respectful mm-hmm. um, community and whether or not they're starting that way to try to really uh, manage what this, like the culture of the app Mm-hmm. Um, the culture of the community. I don't know if that's what they're trying to con- control if they've done that or if that's just been the natural evolution of what this is. And so yeah. it's really, it's, it's just, I, you know, it's, it's, you're hearing all of these perspectives and people from around the world and uh, everybody is just really, I, it, it's such a bright light right now. Like it's, yeah. People are so positive and full of great energy. And mm. I think that this is like, it's a, you know, it's rekind- like rekindling the human spirit right now too. Like I can yeah. really see that, that power. I feel like that's the, that's the piece that people are um, really missing. Yeah. You know, just like what, what sits with me is like, does that happen out of, you know, I think it's one thing to, intentionally culture or curate something which definitely could be a part of it but then I also look at the it from this perspective uh, that when we feel accepted seen and heard in just who we are the beauty of who we are and what we're experiencing right the that it removes the charge from it, right? Because the moment I feel like mm-hmm. I don't have to convince somebody of who I am, I can relax into my beingness. You know, I thought of 
so many times how I, I find I observe this within myself of how curious it is, how my personality or the way I show up shifts and morphs slightly depending on who I'm around. I, I'm very conscious of that mm-hmm. and um, just very aware that in certain groups of people, I don't feel like me. And I know that it's because I'm not seen for who I am, right? That somebody can't accept me for, they're not at a point in their own journey where they can accept me for the truth of who I am, which is okay. But I wonder when you're in a space where everybody sees you not for your status or your position or whatever in the world, but sees you as the beauty of the soul as an eternal soul who's been through lifetimes of training and has purposely chosen the life in the exact way that they have, how those people show up. I feel like that kind of seeing of other people brings out a whole different ballgame and a whole different culture that doesn't have to be monitored or right or squeezed mm-hmm. or or curated. It just happens when, when we're allowed yep. to be the fullness of who we are. Yeah. And I think, I think what's coming for me is that it was interesting. uh, The coach that I'm working with, he uh, prefers to do all of his coaching over the phone, not zoom, Mm -hmm. not in person, all of the phone. Mm -hmm. And he said, what he's found with that is that people are much more willing to be who they are much more vulnerable and yeah. they can't, right? And so I find it really interesting because that's kind of what, you know, for example, this app is, is it's just mm-hmm. voices. And there's really, mm-hmm. I mean, you have one real bio and that's about it, but you have, there's no, uh, so it's, I think it's this stripping away of mm-hmm. everything that you just said, right? Yeah. And is it, it isn't curated. And that, and then people can really, you know, share, share their heart. And then I think they can also see the power of um, just how many people are out there as well. Like I just on that global scale and Mm -hmm. uh, especially if you're, like that's what makes it, I think a little bit unique and different is the access to that global uh, Mm. connect, the connection to somebody that you would never connect with. I mean, other social media apps don't have, or it, it's a, it's even though it, it is global, there are some limitations, right? There's some safety, yeah. security, there's a lot more that goes into it. Whereas this is just a little bit more raw. And yeah. I, real. yeah, I, yeah, it's, yeah, I'd say that. Little, little bit more real, a little bit less curated, hey? Yes, which I think the world really needs. You know, Something that has struck me really, really interesting in the last month here has, um, I'm not a huge podcast listener. I'm really sensitive to, um, like I literally had a thought, how do I, how do I word that in a nice way? I'm not, I'm really sensitive. Okay. I, I, um. Well, it's the content that you consume, right? And so. Is it is it the content that you consume? You you need to be kind of protective of that energy. Is that what it is? Content. I I think 
more so even is uh, I'm very clear audience and I hear what's underneath and behind uh. people. And so I'm very sensitive to noise and sound and 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 words and people's voices, yeah. And um, anyway, so some I I landed on a podcast uh, this one day, which was very unusual for me. That's not the norm for me. And immediately, my God, the woman that was being interviewed, I was like, yes, like full body. Yes, I need to know this thing, right? Which is unusual for me. That doesn't happen to me um, super often where I really deeply connect with um, the essence of somebody so easily over a podcast. So I, I looked her up on social media and her social media is not great. Like, it's not great at all. And I say that with a lot of love. It's not great at all. I, if I were looking, if I were looking and searching for somebody along that path that she is in, Mm -hmm. I would not have found her if I was looking for an account that looks um, seasoned, right? A wealth Mm -hmm. experience. I wouldn't have found her. And, but I, completely skipped past her account and went straight to the I just immediately reached out to her connected with her and asked her what she had going on because I knew I knew I needed to connect with her and I just it leaves me it has sat so deeply with me my experiences with her have been off the charts powerful powerful experiences of remembering of reunification within myself of empowerment uh, within myself and um it's left me super curious as to how much of what we consume and what we put out there and what we take in is um, all based on, oh, here it is, all based on false qualifiers and that mm-hmm. we're really not seeing, right, like really not seeing under the layers to see the real beauty of somebody. To be able to recognize the real, the real sacredness and um, powerfulness of that person. That there's all these layers of just absolute bullshit. They're fun. Don't get me wrong. I love creating posts mm-hmm. and a great account. I do. But there's this like there's this legwork and this hard work that goes into that that um, oftentimes covers up what is maybe not so awesome. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're you're preaching choir here. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, I love it because I mean that's what I do. I I work in I I work in marketing and. And that's, that's, that's what it is. And it's, um, and it's always fascinating because I, I do work in this area where you, you know, that you're, you're only showing people the pieces of you that you want to show. Right. Uh, and yeah, I think, I mean that's a that's a whole other conversation. 
on its own is, I mean, social media just in general and, uh, and just everything that we're being uh, hit with every day and what we're seeing and what, how much of it is real, right? Mm. Mm. And how much of it is real. And I think for me, what's really interesting is uh, as a, when I talk about being in marketing and, and a win in business and it's, it's, it's vital. It's, it's an important part. Mm. It is vital. Uh, mm-hmm. And so there's, so there's a, there is a balance between market aligning your, your, your message. Yeah. Cause that's what marketing, you know, aligning and connecting with the people that you want to connect with. Mm. And it takes some time sometimes. And I know that I, even for myself and my business partner with our growth that we're seeing in our company and what we're doing to get that growth has been such a, a spiritual journey, really. Mm. <laughs> um, it's, Is that not it really, the- of being an entrepreneur. <laughs> it, well, it is. Right? Ab- absolutely. Oh, but I man. think we've been really uncomfortable. We've been working with uh, a few other women in a similar industry that are, are doing the things that we want to do. We're learning so much from them. Mm-hmm. And having said that, it's, we are, there are things where we question it, right? And I'm just super grateful to have a business partner also I mean, the question is always, what does your gut say? How does that make you feel? Uh, which I think is um, probably the our biggest superpower. It is our superpower. Uh, it's funny, what's coming up for me, too, is earlier you said uh, something about, oh, I can't remember how you said it, Oh, how, how companies will pay big money for, uh, mm-hmm. to bring in clairvoyant, you know, people like that. And so mm-hmm. that it's, it's really funny because my business partner says that that's, that's my superpower. Like she'll literally, mm-hmm. she'll say you're, you're psychic. What <laughs> mm-hmm. you're psychic. And I don't, I, you know, I, I don't believe I'm psychic. I just think I'm just in, in tuned with that. And the more that I allow myself to do that, the the better I get at it too. Uh, yeah. Getting outside, getting outside of my head and oh. and and, in, and into my heart and into my into my gut. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to I want to share. Just this is coming up for me too because yeah. this this morning, uh, Tyree shared this quote, which is mm, love which it. has sure. yeah, ego is easing God out. So. This had so much power for me because this is how I'm able, have been able to tap into that psychic intuition, leading with mm-hmm. heart, knowing, answering the question of, is this real? Is this not? Am I on the right path? Am I, am I, you know, I have, I have a great responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a great responsibility to myself, but to everybody because yeah. we're all connected. But I think what I love about this this concept of ego is easing God out is my coach talks to me about uh, when I'm, you know, decision making and when I'm spending that quiet time with myself, uh, pondering what the right next move is or the answers to the questions that I have in all aspects, you know, business, personal, whatever. Oftentimes there's, you know, there's three voices that you're going to hear. And one Mm -hmm. is yourself. One is somebody else. 
and then the other is you know god mm-hmm. universe or whatever and you know yourself and the universe those that's one and the same so basically so that's the one you want to listen to so you have to kind of what is that voice right so the minute um so that's where this ego is easing god out it's pushing the ego is pushing the universe like pushing those cues out right so i don't know it was just it was really powerful because it was just kind of uh i I love that just simplicity of it and a way to just connected with me in that that's something that i'm working on uh and we all all are yeah listening listening to that inner that that third voice that really is our voice uh but we've been again coming back to the fact that we've we've been told that that's that voice doesn't you know there's so many there's so much noise around it right yeah oh it's like um i i often say that ego is the is the sprint runner mm-hmm. and our high, highest self is uh the the long distance runner ego is always the first out of the gate it is always the smack mm-hmm. you in the face run away like it, it, the fear is the thing that ego is so acutely sensitive to and it is always trying to protect us and keep us safe and that's a function of our human self right but, but mm-hmm. that that's how i start to distinguish between what is um what is the ego and where is the higher self within that? And it is always so subtle. <laughs> it's a really, it's a really soft knowing. I say that I feel it for me right in my heart, right mm-hmm. before the ego starts battering. There you go, exactly. And just mm. getting, you have to get so aware of that. Like yeah. it's, it's so quiet. It's so yeah. quiet. It's so quiet that it's loud. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's like it's deaf. It's deafening. I mean, I've had I've had a few experiences the last few months where it is so the whisk. It's so quiet that when I but when I recognize it, it's so crazy loud that I just think, how the heck could I have missed that? You know, I'm with you. I'm with you. It it becomes the subtleness and the quiet and gentleness of it becomes like a like a roaring waterfall once we once we know what it sounds like <laughs> yeah. it doesn't even make sense that you can have both of those things in the same sentence but that is legit is both and at the same time <laughs> yeah absolutely and no. then you can't and then you can't go back right you can't go back no you, no you can't you can't yeah. it, it the the knowing of it is so crisp after a certain point that there is there is no going back Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I keep being drawn back around to something you said earlier, and I I have to go back there. You had said um, something about you know your friend saying or your business partner saying that you're psychic, and and I I think this is um, oh there's such a there's such a truth in that, and I think you know when we first I'm like oh everything just circles around for me over and over again. I land right back in where we started this conversation at around. Um, you know, at the surface level and culture-wise, that 
things that are really profoundly true are bastardized at the surface that they're made to seem totally incredible and and woo woo and out there and i and i think this whole conversation about psychic that is something that is a term i have avoided using the entire time that um mm-hmm. well since it started for me and and the reason is is that it holds such a charge for people there's so yes misunderstanding around that term and what I've come to know over the years is that it isn't a special gift for some it is our natural way of being as a spirit without all the distorted filters and blocks and belief systems that really just kind of messed us all up and and made us hear the voice of the ego and no longer hear the voice of the soul. Without all that, we are all naturally intuitive because we are all divine embodying as human. And um, I think what we're really, what has really got me curious is that as we fold forward in time, I think what we're going to start seeing is that this explosion and monumental growth in our capacity to recognize and and tune into our natural intuitive nature. I don't don't find it strange at all. I I, I find it just really, it, it is like one of those things that lets me know how in tune you are with yourself. That, that is like when we come to this Mm -hmm. place of self-knowing and self-love and we finally start to value ourselves, this is the first thing that blossoms is our intuitive capabilities. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. I, I love, I love that you say that just like we all, um, we all have that capacity. We all have that capability. Yeah, it's like trying to say that we don't have the ability to feel emotion. Of course, we're hardwired for emotion. Emotion is language of the soul, period. So if emotion yeah. is language of the soul, then that must mean we are all intuitive. Yeah. We've just forgotten our essential nature. I There's this quote that just continues to come up over and over again about we're not becoming somebody, we're unbecoming everything that we've been taught to remember who we are. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. So the thought and coming back around again, um, I want to share with people how this whole conversation came up. Um, do you remember, Brandy, what it was? Do you remember the post it was? Um, yeah, I do, because you 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 mentioned it to me. Yeah. With my my post um, on my Instagram post on overcommitting. Yeah. My, num- my number one beauty business growth secret. Yeah. And um, do you want me to read it? Yeah, please do. Okay. So as I review a few of the orders that. Sunatan and Sun of Smile, my company, received uh, since announcing our sale for our wholesalers. So I wrote this specifically for uh, a lot of my followers are 
our, our, our clients, our wholesalers, so their beauty business owners. And so we launched a new product and we, we did a big site-wide sale and all of that. And I said, I couldn't help but notice a pattern. Many of you, many of you know that I grew my business to my basement to six figures in less than four years. And my secret, it's just PS, it's the same secret I noticed with the orders coming through from the people that have and are growing their business to six figures, over committing. Mm-hmm. And hear me out, whenever, so this is me telling my story, whenever Senna was offering a product sale or a new product acted fast, and I ordered usually 10 times more product than I thought I needed. Why? Because I knew two secrets. Number one, you can't sell what you don't have. And bonus if it was on sale, because that meant more profit for me. And two, there's nothing like sitting on thousands of dollars of inventory to light a fire in me to sell it. This fire is the spark to my creativity, courage, and passion. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the rebound benefit of these two, the rebound benefit, I think that's so key, of these two secrets, my business grew. And as it grew, I kept over committing more and more and more, and my business grew more and more and more. So, yeah. When you wrote that... Okay, so when you wrote that, I'm it not was sure. Decem- it, was Dece- it was December 28th. It was, the, it was close yeah. to the end of the year. I'm not sure how much of that post I actually read because I couldn't get past the overcommitting. And, and this, is, this is where that landed with me in, in that moment. And I want to share this with people so they can see and have just like an actual tangible example of how – Spirit shows up to serve us in our everyday life through a post, mm-hmm. through a conversation, whatever it is, is in that moment, I could not get past overcommit. And in that moment, I was, you know, like I had started the podcast. The podcast oh, was the most heart-centered thing I have ever done. Um not that I'm not heart-centered, I absolutely am, but it was like the first thing probably that I'd ever done in my business that wasn't done from a place of proving, earning, um, justifying. It had nothing to do with me and everything to do with this depth of aching and longing for people to know how fucking real spirit is, for them mm-hmm. to witness the absolute humbling out of realizations and answers and insights and clarity that happen that you just, you can't make up, that happen in the middle of a conversation, okay? So that's where that came from. And I came to, oh, like things ignited in such a huge way. And then I was like, whoa, right? Then you start to kind of like, everything all of a sudden, just everybody, like everything just started to slow down. And I was like, whoa, what am I doing? Why am I, like, what am I doing? And why am I actually doing this? I had that question, right? And I, that's, that's a question that I, that I feel comfortable sitting with and that I sit with within myself often is to question things and question why I'm doing things. That's how I, part of how I understand if I'm in alignment with my spirit rather than with ego, okay? So that question immediately resonated for me in terms of the podcast that if I'm going to do something, I'm going to completely overcommit and dive full throttle in, not half-ass it, 
not sit around hoping and waiting something happens, not, you know, I'm just going to overcommit in every department as if the thing is already way beyond my wildest dreams. Because that, that question invited me in to understand if it truly was at my heart. And if this truly was something, right, because the, the logical part of self was this is nothing to do with, like, this, it saw it as disconnected from my business. Now, of course, it isn't, but that's how the logical mind thought. Disconnected from business, how can I put so much energy and time into something when it's not generating income, it's not creating a secure, right? You know, you have responsibilities to your family mm-hmm. and to your business, and to, right? All of that. And that question, so that question landed me that day, and it opened the floodgates once again for me to go, yeah, like it was the reconfirmation. And when I had, um, I, I had commented because it moved me so deeply, okay, and it's in that moment that, like, I had a question or an aching in the back of my mind within my heart, and your post was, Spirit showing up through you to speak to me to provide the answers and the questions and the pathways for me to find my own knowing. And this is how, like, you know, I think so often we're, I was literally in a conversation yesterday with a woman and we both were laughing our faces off over, I am that person and so is she. <laughs> and I think I hoped when everything intuitive began for me that. Um, I don't think I hope. I know I hoped that angels would at some point drop out of the sky and sing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And and I think that's like the hope and the wish of so many people is that we're gonna have this vision and sit down and have a conversation with an angel or sit down and have a conversation with our guide, have this incredible experience and be able to tap in and tune in anytime we want and it's gonna be just so freaking effortless. And that's not the reality of it. The reality is that we have to make the choices. We have to show up in our faith. We have yeah. to be willing to, as you say, listen, to actually slow down enough so that we can listen and actually hear the guidance that is all around us. I didn't have to stop at that post that day, but I did. And I listened, right? I sat. Like, I didn't let any, the scrolling stopped in that moment. I usually scroll through a few posts. I did not. I stopped right there. And I sat and I reread that word several times. And then I sat and I meditated with what that meant for me for probably a few days. And it served me that deeply. Well, and I just love, I mean, that, that to me is like, that's the whole purpose, right? And that's, that's amazing. And what's, what's interesting about that particular post is uh, it's been one heck of a ride this year. uh, And Christmas time was a time for me to completely just let go, relax, leave everything and, and not think. And I had a few days of not thinking and all of our marketing and everything was set up prior. So I didn't have to manage it. It was all automated and it was interesting because then I just kind of dabbled in and that this is what really, you know, it, it, re, it, it was so deep. And I, it's interesting. Some of the greatest things that I write or share come out of uh, when it's not, when it's effortless, right? When it, mm. and this was, so it was effortless. I literally wrote this. It was a Sunday morning. I got up, I wrote it quickly. Uh, and then 
posted it there, but it was, it also turned into a marketing email. Uh, and <laughs> of course, right. It was, it was all these things, but I sent it to my business partner. She laughed. She says, someone's inspired. I said, yeah, but what yeah. I think is what, what I was being, the, the biggest piece that I have to share is that this post in particular and this piece of writing is that it was me being honest with myself. And mm. that is, <laughs> that's the big one right there. Because in, in the world of over committing is technically like a kind of this negative thing, right? You don't want to commit too much. And I'm, I am notorious for that. And it's me constantly trying to manage my schedule and not saying yes to everything. And I love exploring. I love opportunities. I love people. Uh, and, and so I overcommitting is, is who I am. And mm-hmm. it's funny because I, uh, but it's been something I'm trying to rein in. Right. And, but, but I think it was the terminology and really coming to that realization where, and I think that this is where that growth of, uh, and development comes in, and I actually heard that this morning, is, is that knowing and realizing what your weaknesses are and taking those, you know, quote, weaknesses and taking them, and how can you create that, make them a positive? How can you embrace those? And, and mm-hmm. what is, the, what is the, the positive side? What's the flip? There always is. So for me, it's like, okay, this natural inclination for me to always overcommit has served me so well. Mm. And, and this is, and this why. And so this Mm. is the part of me uh, that I can share. So a, you know, being honest and just with myself allowed me to write all of those things that I know impacted lots of people. I got lots of messages in different ways because everybody took Mm. it how they, how they, mm-hmm. you know, at the time and the message that they needed. So that was huge because it was something that came again from my soul and my heart. And, as, uh, and because I was being completely a hundred percent raw and honest with myself. Yeah. And so I was, I, you know, I, I allowed myself to be honest and raw and then my kind of the logical brain could, could fill in the rest, right. Could fill in the yeah. blanks and how yeah. this would apply to, again, on the, to the business to my community, to my followers, to the people that, that, uh, yeah, I could provide value to them. All of that, you know, the, the answers are always within just, this resonates so loudly right here for me that we often look for, you know, a structure and a, format or a path or a process for something like marketing let's say and while there's um, a, a purpose and a beauty and a point to that I think often get so deep into that like into the extreme of it and so far out of the balance point that it then moves into the realm of work and heaviness and it lands flat for people even though it looks right versus yes. Coming yeah. back into like taking the structure as something that's going to support and and hold or nurture the container of our marketing, but then in that place, remembering to be to go within instead of going outside of ourselves to go within and find the place with our where our real 
honesty or need or sharing sits. And it's when we tune into that place that we then become like this oracle for everybody else around us, not only everybody else, but for ourselves too, right? We end up going up with the answers in this perfect timing, like, oh my God, I can't believe you said that. It met me so deeply in that moment. And that, that right there, wow. That's where magic happens. And I, and I feel like we are just as a, as a culture, as society, as humanity, we're just beginning to play on the edges of that truth. Oh, absolutely. I, it, it's interesting because I got the privilege of yesterday listening in, uh, on a woman. Her name is Forbes Riley. She calls herself the pitch queen. And she did three hours of, she's an infomercial uh, exec or whatever. And she was coaching people for three hours on, on perfecting their pitch. And every single person that came on there had this, you know, textbook kind of pitch. And she would rip them apart, not rip them apart, but she lovingly, she's incredible. And said, uh, she would always, I, I absolutely, I was in awe. I was like, thank God, like thank the universe for somebody like this because she ripped what she did was say, okay, now throw all that out the window tell me, what did you want when you, when you were a little girl? Like, uh-huh. tell me what, you know, and she, and, and like, okay, that's fine and dandy. You say all those fancy things, but like, why, what's the why, where is it? Where's the heart? Tell me like yeah. how, like, you know, and you know, this one, one girl who uh, was talking about, she had this like fancy purse, you know, when she was little, she's like, I wanted to grow up and I wanted to have the fancy purse. She's like, that's what I want to tap into. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want you to tap into this surface level. It's like, who you are, who you always wanted to become. And just, again, it, it's tapping into you versus, so it's, it, it, it's working from the inside out versus the outside in. Yeah. Really, really is what it is. And I think, yeah. I think that the ultimate, like what, you know, what we're talking about here, well, obviously for me, again, working in, in this, in, in this outside world, like I present, I put together things um, that are, you know, have a, have a facade, have a message, have it's very calculated or whatever, but it starts, it always needs to start, it has to start from inside. Otherwise it just won't, it won't have the power and the impact either. Like it just won't. Yeah. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, you know what, we're all like, yes, there's the business part of it. That's there. But at the end of the day, really truly why we do what we do is because we want to feel alive and thriving in our connections and to know that we have meaning and that we're making a difference in other people's lives. And exactly that piece, that is the inside piece that doesn't come from the outside. Yeah. And I think that that is the biggest kind of misconception uh, and lie that so I know for me or people in, in the business world or, or women or how I grew up and thinking, you know, mm. business is business for profit is bad. And that's not, and that's, I think the ultimate truth too. And what I'm getting the most out of this conversation today as well. And, and just reflecting on it is, um, you know, again, referring back to the clubhouse is all those people that are on there and sharing, they, they're, it's getting back to that goal of what you say is impacting in impacting people impacting with their with 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 their gifts and and um helping others 
like and business and and the business the thing with business is there's it's a it's, a, it's a, just a really uh it's, there is an expression of that so you know the people that have been able to do some of these bigger things you know it's because they have impacted they've connected and that's what i'm seeing is that these billionaires these millionaires these influencers or whatever these people are so dialed in mm. who they they are so dialed in to who they mm. are and like on a, on a level that I, and I'm just like in awe because I've always, you know, I've always known it's there. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the answer right there. You need to connect with yourself. You need to yeah. learn yourself and trust yourself. And I mean, the plan mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all there. Mm-hmm. And the, the, it's, it's almost like the more you connect with that, just I mean I mean absolutely I know the more powerful you become and the more impact you have yeah absolutely oh all of that I just I can feel the um it it fills me with so so much hope for where we're headed as a culture because within within that mentality nobody's wrong for being who they are and all of a sudden it opens up space for everybody to just thrive in their own beingness and that is that is going to be an incredible experience when we start focusing there instead of all the distractions that currently sit within the world (laughs) yep absolutely i'll just drop away like it never even happened yeah. Well, and I think that that's one of the big gifts with COVID in so many ways is is just that clarity that a lot of people are are getting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, it's it's really perspective. Oh, is has it not been the hugest invitation ever for yeah. people to let go of? being consumed by, wrapped up in, and addicted to other people's realities. It's been the hugest invitation into self. Yes. Uncomfortable. Absolutely. Uncomfortable, yes. Yeah. For a lot of people, it's been really uncomfortable. And yes. I don't say that lightly. I, I giggle because I know just how uncomfortable that can be. Yes. But it's it's the beginning of a massive expansion and, and release and healing and liberation and so much freedom. Ah, oh. yeah. As uh, offered uh, this metaphor in a podcast conversation last week that oh has just stuck with me so deeply. So another uh, yet another shout out to Ryan Kemp because it's come up at least twice now. He had likened what we're going through in the world to a natural process that happens all the time for humans, that of giving birth, and mm-hmm. that the child in the womb is cozy and safe and warm and comfortable. And as it enters the birth canal, frick, right, for that child being squeezed and pushed and whatever ripped out of its comfort zone, 
and into massive discomfort and and stress and almost and trauma and right and for the mother it being so painful the whole process is so freaking chaotic and seems like it's no going nowhere good and yet oh the other end is this beautiful gift and we never regret you know we don't we don't regret going through the birthing process as as a baby coming out nor as well i don't think uh nor as nor as a mother giving birth to that to that child and that the chaos is what leads us into the change that we've been asking and praying for it's here we're living it yeah yeah no i can i can oh yeah that's perfect i can agree with that oh it's 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 such a great clarifying metaphor for me i I, i've simmered on it for over a week now (laughs) oh my gosh okay so i like to um bring our conversations together just with i i tend to view the whole thing as these different threads that weave themselves into a tapestry much like all the puzzle pieces that build this bigger picture I feel like there's always a central thread for us within a conversation. So I ask this question for me as much as for you. <laughs> if there's a central thread sitting here, well, I think I think that the more honest, I think the the thread that's coming up for me is um, this connection to self, and the more honest you are with who you act with who you are um removing the layers the the noise the what other people think the facade and just getting in to the core being mm-hmm. of what you are and who you are um that that has more power and impact on the collective and yourself and everybody around you like that's mm-hmm. kind of something that i'm i think that's a theme for me yeah yeah, the inward, just the inward, the inward, the inward. <laughs> like the in the because the inward, you know, as a like as you say, you know, as we as spiritual be- beings, like I feel like that's the answer. Those are the answers. Mm-hmm. That's where the answers are. Yeah, always, always within. I even I feel like even in the moments when we feel we're certain we don't have the answer, if we just sit with ourselves and ask for our own knowing it's Mm -hmm. in there we'll find it yeah but it often feels uncomfortable right before we know (laughs) right before we find it (laughs) very yeah very uncomfortable and i often feel like the more the more uncomfortable the bigger the, the bigger the breakthrough oh hallelujah to that yeah yeah right just like just like covid (laughs) yeah absolutely absolutely Mm, can we just sink into the beauty of this conversation you know what i have witnessed in the world and and the place that truly i came from was 
this old paradigm of spirituality, of psychic, you know, holding such a charge to it and being viewed as so separate from business, so separate from religion, so separate from culture, that it was like this unique thing and this almost weird or strange thing that was not a part of regular life. And what I love about the more I have conversations with people, the more I explore into different areas and paths within life, you know, along um, different embodiments, different careers and different paths, the more I begin to see and experience spirituality is an integral part of that, right? It's not something we need to choose. It's something we just simply need to recognize. We are spiritual beings, intuitive, (laughs) all of the clairs, you know, like everything, everything from astrology to intuitive insights to uh, intuition. These are all integral parts. They aren't meant to be compartmentalized into certain areas of our life. Spirituality is not meant to be compartmentalized into a church. It's not meant to be only a practice that happens in the midst of our meditation practice at six in the morning. It's meant to be a living, breathing prayer, a living, breathing meditation, a living, breathing way that we perceive life, that we choose and make our decisions within business, within work, within finances, within pleasure, within relationships. We aren't meant to be compartmentalized between the different areas of our life. We're meant to live and breathe and thrive from this place of connection. Connection with source, connection with others, connection within self. Thanks for joining me here in the sphere today. I look forward to the next time that we get to share space together.